This season is brought to you by our great friends at Bloomerang. At Bloomerang, their vision is to empower fundraisers to do what they love and build a world inspired by giving, which all starts with their mission and commitment to fundraisers, making fundraising easier, fostering authentic donor relationships, and creating thriving nonprofits. This episode is brought to you by MSP Cultivate. New challenges arrive on your desk every day. New trends in communications are popping up faster than you can follow them, and technology affects everything you do. Our friends at MSP Cultivate help you find the right strategy and execution to help you accomplish your most fundamental goal, engaging and connecting with your donors. To learn more, visit mspcultivate.com. From We Are For Good Studios, this is Fundraising is Funny. I'm Lynn Wester. And I'm Clay Buck. Every week, you can join us to share laughs and shocking case studies as we unpack the most ridiculous situations that happen within our sector. Because sometimes we just have to laugh at ourselves in order to learn. Laughter through tears is my favorite emotion. <laughs> this is the podcast, and we're your people. We've got you, friends. We've got snacks, too. Because here's the thing. We believe in the power of generosity to change the world. And something tells us you do, too. At the root of each of these stories is a serious ethical question, a system or a structure or a person that allowed it to happen, or an outdated practice that is just ready for disruption. Now, don't worry. All the names here have been changed to protect the innocent. But the stories we share are 100% real life in the world of nonprofit fundraising. Because, come on. Fundraising is funny. Okay, let's go. Hey, Clay. Hey, Lynn. You know, I got a funny story to share. Tell me. It's about contacts. Like, not the ones in your eyes, not 321 contact. I know there's a movie. The movie with Jodie Foster. <clears throat> not all that. Contact okay. reports. Okay, contact reports. You know. Yeah. Contact reports, the things that nobody enters into the database that they're supposed to. Yeah, like, tell our audience a little bit more about that. Well, like, as part of any documentation, recording of meeting with a donor, or following up with a grantor, or whatever, right, the contact note is the thing we enter into the database to say, hey, here's who I met with and what had happened. And we love our database. Like, I love Bloomerang. I love database. You know me. I'm a CRM guy head know, to toe, right? right? Like... And so you enter contact reports after you meet with people or right. have a significant interaction. Right. I know once you read a contact report that was something like they waved at someone across the room. Yeah, the, yeah, there's been, yeah, contact waved at somebody across the room, you know. Well, yeah, bumped into them at, you know, Target and said hi. Yeah. I've got a story for you. Tell me the story. Is it funny? Well, this is fundraising is funny, so, so it it's going to be. be funny. Okay, all right. It's I'm, kind of funny. Eh. Funny, <laughs> not funny, huh? <laughs> so I'm early in my career, uh -huh. and my job is to read a monthly contact report. Report. A monthly, wait, hold on. A monthly contact report, report, report. a report on contact reports. On contact like reports. Like the meeting okay. before uh, the meeting, uh, yep, right? Yep, the meeting. <laughs> right. So I'm sitting there, young as can be, inspired, you know, uh -huh. still jubilant and not sarcastic, you uh -huh. know, those kinds of things. <laughs> and I get the monthly contact report report. 
and I start reading it and I'm like, okay. And, and the reason I'm reading it is because I wrote the acknowledgement letters for the college at the time. Uh-huh. And so you need to have those contact reports. So, you know, to thank people, you know, you need to know about their dogs, Muffy and Duffy and, <laughs> you know, details to put in the sure thank you letter. Yes. So I'm reading the contact reports and I stopped on one and I was like, oh no, the contact report scared me. So I start reading the contact report and it talks about a visit to our local um, assisted living facility, I think is the word we use these days. Yes. Okay. In the contact report where there was a series of them, because obviously this fundraiser had gone and visited quite a few people that day Mm -hmm. at the same location, you know, knock them all down like bowling pins, you see. Uh, That's okay. You're telling me that that's not the whole story. No. I mean, just that in and of itself. A little is, funny, right? That's a little like, funny. I'm just going to head over to, you know. The, re- the, the facility. And I'm and just going to meet. Yeah. Five, five visits in one hour. Bang, 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 bang. Okay. Right? Um, but. I mean, let's applaud the efficiency. I I love when resources are shared. <laughs> but. <laughs> we saved on mileage that day. We did. We, uh, you know, we, we really did well. Yeah. And that's when gas was cheap. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, all this to say, I'm reading the contact report and it's uh-huh. getting. Funnier and funnier or worse and worse? Because the contact report starts something along the lines of met with Mrs. So-and-so. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a lovely visit, which is always a wonderful descriptor in a contact report. Right. Yes. A lovely visit. Now, she was somewhat comatose for most of the time. Wait, somewhat well, comatose? How do you, I mean, it's like being partially pregnant. Like how, <laughs> how? Right. Um, But she was somewhat comatose. Somewhat comatose. But it was a lovely visit nonetheless. I mean, I've had dates like that, you know, ages ago. Well, let's not talk about the reason I'm still single. Okay. But. Um, um, Somewhat comatose. Okay. So let's, um, let me make sure I get this right. Unpack this. Let's unpack this. So contact report, major gift officer going assisted living home. Uh, Just just, just there. I'm still okay. But I met with Mrs. So-and-so and and she was somewhat comatose, but it was still a lovely visit. And I'm reading this and I'm aghast. And of course the person who has done this is the director of plan giving. Okay. The irony not lost on me. No, but at the same time, it's funny because you're like, well, what does a semi comatose visit look like? And I'm laughing, but I'm also thinking, A, wow, somebody wrote that down and put it in the database. Yay. Semi-comatose. Right. And B, I'm thinking, oh, my God, since when are we meeting, like, with people that are semi-comatose? Well, right. Right, right, right. Probably, and if I think about fundraising and hilarious... Now, but let me ask you a question. Did you know or or do you know from that contact report? Um, was this was this in preparation for was this leading up to an ask? Was this post-gift cultivation? This was, was a this stewardship visit, of course, because I was in charge visit. of stewardship. Okay. So, so I only got the contact reports that were coded stewardship. So this donor had then already made yes, their plan she giving was intentions. Generous. That doesn't I mean, if it were if it were a cultivation visit heading up to an ask, I'd I'd be even more. Oh my God, that's not funny, but that's funny. Mm. Um, but even as a stewardship visit, you know, it was a lovely visit, but she slept through it. So, is this an ethics question? Is this a performance question? Is this a like? I, this is where where I'm going with this. Is is this a culture 
Question, you know. All. All. <laughs> D, all D, of the above. D, all of the above. <laughs> e, what happened to my life that I get to read these for a living? <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, okay, so but the, sh- let, let's boil down for a second. What a, what a sure. contact report should do. At least this is how I see them, and you tell me. Um, my, my theory is I used to say, you know, if God forbid you get hit by a bus and then somebody pointed out to me that that's really like, you know, it's not the bus's fault all the time. Well, no, it's not. And that's not the kindest thing. So now I say, you when know, you the if you won the lottery and left to tomorrow, them. right. Then would I be able to follow up on what you're doing mm-hmm. or, you know, take the next step. Mm-hmm. So a contact report to me, isn't just about, this is what happened. It's about this is what was discussed and here's the next action or here's right. Like it had no qualitative substance other than that. She's alive. Yeah. So we know that, but it didn't have any quality resource to it in terms of, was she thinking about her future? Had she visited her grandchildren? Had she thought about the college that week? Like, did they discuss anything of merit? Well, no, she was semi comatose. So one assumes. Did you tell her the score of the recent <laughs> fencing match? Or because this wasn't the kind of school that had football, if you know what I mean. So um, lacrosse, perhaps. Um, I mean, did you update her on the field hockey? The um, gardens that grow roses or the lake behind it? I mean, these are all very valid and good. Excellent, wonderful. Did you bring her points. greetings from the president or the dean or the provost? <laughs> Because there's a word everybody likes to say, provost. Provost. But all this to say, contact reports and the way we talk about our donors is important as well. Oh, it absolutely is. Right? They're human beings and they have souls and they're charitable. And sometimes the way we talk about them is funny but not funny. So I met with Mrs. So-and-so and and she was semi Comatose. I'm sorry, I can't quite let it go because what I'm what I'm what I'm thinking is everybody that's tuning in and listening to us, you know, is going, oh, let me tell you about, you know, the the story that I heard or the contact report that I read. And I know we're gonna share a little later on. Yes, right, how they how can to, share because we want to hear your stories oh. like so much. Well, we often say that this podcast is like coming inside our inbox with us and listening to the good gossip, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like hanging out at, at the, the bar at, at, the, at a conference, conference or something. Right? Totally, exactly. And and if you want to buy a, st- I mean, if you would like to join us for a beverage, we snacks if they want snacks, to snacks snacks. We, exactly. we accept all favors yeah. when we come back from the break. Yes, I, I think we should really dig into, you know, it's funny and um, other mysteries of contact reports we've read, but what do we do about it? And what does it mean for our organizations? Yep, yep exactly. So I'm going to grab a bag of snacks and uh, I'll meet you back here. I can always count on you when the chips are down. That's right. <laughs> He's so funny. Hey, Lynn. Hey, Clay. Guess what time it is? Uh, snack time? It's, you know, it's always snack time. It's recognition time. And it's time for us to share some recognition for our good, good friends at Bloomerang. That's Bloomerang, not Boomerang, because ow. (laughs) We love these folks and they love us. And it's just a mutual love society. And Bloomerang offers donor management and online fundraising software. Uh, it really helps small to medium nonprofits like First Tee of Greater Akron, which is um, a, an amazing nonprofit that empowers kids and teens through the game of golf. Speaking of golf, their executive director, Josh, 
talks about how much he loves Bloomerang and how it saves them time and has really helped them change the way they fundraise. So to listen to the full interview with First Tee of Greater Akron, visit bloomerang.com forward slash funny, or you can just click the link in the show notes and help us join the Mutual Admiration Society for the platform that is Bloomerang. Lynn, welcome back. Oh my God, snacks. So snacks. Much snacks. How was your snacks? I might need a nap. You might need a nap? Mm. Well, you know, I, I can imagine now myself as I head into retirement someday saying, you know, I did this podcast uh, once and it was wonderful. We had great discussions, but she was semi comatose post snacks. Yeah. Because I, I don't know about you, but after a snack, a snack, I could use a nap. Well, I always, I mean, naps are life. And also, unless I, I don't drink caffeine. So every now and again, my uh, concierge, Shannon, knows that I need a root beer. Ah. Keep me floating throughout the afternoon. A little, little fizzy, a little the, carbonated action. You miss the root beer to keep me floating. Oh, I Okay. You're supposed to pick up on this. I did not pick on that. Get thee to a penitentiary. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Okay, so we're back. So we're back, and we're talking contact reports, and you told us the story of, um, yes, the semi-comatose, but you have another. My other favorite contact reports. We had a a junior uh, associate, let's call him Mm. or or they, Uh and um, he didn't last long. Mm. He was at the institution for uh, about seven months, but Uh um, he figured out a way to help himself get credits for tons of visits. Because, you know, as a fundraiser, you get measured based on how many people you meet with, how much money yep. you raise, and metrics, 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 yep. you know? Yep, you yep. Know, uh, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yep. And uh, so he gamed the system. So he would go in and he would enter a contact report on a person's record and say, see call report attached. And there was a button you clicked and it opened a screen and that's where you put all the narrative, right? I know what system this is. Yes, it's an ancient system. I know this system. And they've yes. changed names like 22 times. Yeah, but right. okay. Yeah. So you clicked the button, the window popped open, and there would be three dots, an ellipses, if you will. And that's it in the box. Three lonely periods. There is nothing sadder, and I'm going to digress for just a minute here, but if if there is nothing sadder than texting somebody, and you see those three dots oh, pop up, and then they disappear. Here. Right. Or you see the three dots pop up, so you don't start to text, but then they disappear. Oh, the texting courtesy. And, and then they and then they never text. And you're like, well, what were you going to say? I fell and then asleep. you don't want to. Yeah, exactly. I fell anyway, asleep. So, I was napping. Yes. That's so, what happens. Okay. So, so three the three dots, dots are yes. there. Mm-hmm. So he figures out that he can put the three dots and get the credit for the visit, but there's no substantive anything to anything. And then I would get the report and it would be three dots. Okay. Question, though. What was your responsibility then with that report? I mean, my responsibility was to enhance the thank you process at the institution, sure. according to the great dot. So I used ellipses often in our letters, and I thought that might be. <laughs> no, um, I didn't. I um, may or may not have casually mentioned it uh, during uh, lunch. We used to have these group lunches, and I uh-huh. may have casually dropped that in the cafeteria, like, you know, like rolled it across the table and been like, you know, I've been seeing a lot of contact reports with like just dots in them. I wonder what's going on with the system. And the big boss was kind of like, huh? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, it's in my report of reports. Reports. <laughs> you should put it on your dashboard. 
Oh. Yeah, there's another one. Uh, that's another one. Yep. Okay, so is this a failure of the gift officer for not entering yes. stuff? Is it Lazy. a failure of leadership yes. for not tracking it? It's also a failure of what we value. There you go. That's it. Like, we value activity. But if the activity isn't robust and it doesn't lead anywhere, right. does it matter? Like, I can do a sales call with someone, uh, a potential client, but... If I if they're semi comatose, it's not going to lead my business anywhere. And if I don't record what we've talked about, I also am not going to go anywhere. So we set up metrics programs that sometimes don't measure meaningful relationship building, and the way we try to track is also off. Like like dollars and donors, dollars and donors, not retention and meaningful movement. Well, right, right. And it's, this is also why I kind of go to a cultural issue, which is always a leadership totally. issue, because that major gift officer, whatever role that was, is you know checking a box to get credit for the visit because that's how they're being measured Assessed. and managed. Yes, right. But there's there wasn't something in that person's makeup that went, I know I'm getting measured on this. So, but even so, I need to leave this note for the next person. I need to leave this note for, you know, whatever. Well, so that didn't click in. You may not be surprised to hire, to learn that we hired them out of industry. Right, right. And that we, in, uh, in higher ed especially, but we in nonprofits do horrible onboarding. We do. We do. We do. And I, I think we attract people because of the mission. Yeah. Right. Totally. And, I, and I hear this a lot. Right. Well, oh, it's I not thought, the salary. I thought, <laughs> or the benefits. Here's some cube cheese from last <laughs> night's event. Would you <laughs> like the board's leftovers as yeah. a snack? Mm. Um, Here's, hey guys, we got food for everyone. It's right. last night's bu buffet. Right. Exactly. And some hummus. And some <laughs> Every nonprofit fridge. But, but even so, we attract people because of the mission and so they come in going, you know, I believe in this or I want to do something good with my life, but we don't quite get to the systems and process are about fulfilling the mission. Yeah. And, but and how do we measure it? Right. We have to measure something. Right. And I understand we have to measure something, but we also need quality control checks in there. We need yeah. to have people who believe in doing the right thing. So that goes back to your core values it does. of what you value as an organization, what you value in leadership. And also, do we have an opportunity for, you know, I was a super junior person, like mm -hmm. super, like the, like there was no like outranking anybody. It was <laughs> me and the copier basically, <laughs> right? Like I got three pens every two months and, you know, I got the sticky notes that were left over in somebody's desk after they quit and, you know, that kind of stuff. How am I going to challenge somebody who makes triple of what I make and like has an office with a door? I mean, mm, right. Yes. Whew. All the things. The th I mean, new pens. So our friends that are that are listening going, oh my gosh, I, I have seen that. I can relate I to it. Hey, okay, let's be honest. Have you ever, have you ever kind of cheated a little bit on a contact report and just put the bare minimum in just to get it done? Um, I have gotten contact reports done, yes. When you say cheated, leaving them blank, no, I've never done that. No, I've never left them blank, but have you ever just, yeah. you know. I've phoned it in, as yep. you might say. Phoned it in, there you go. Yep. <laughs> From a phone I have to, call I, have I had to. with a donor. I also, though... When I have my most troublesome calls with donors is when I lean really heavily into my contact reports because also I know, and what's always funny is 
there's a bunch of others there. It ain't their first rodeo yeah, with sure, an angry phone sure. call. Sure, but but that's you bring up a really great point because that's another thing that we do, isn't it? We enter the notes when we have to go into CYA mode. Oh well, yeah. You know, there's some opinionable, right? <laughs> Whatever word. That, I'm not good at that, but yeah, I'm. I am. I'll cut and paste whole emails in there. Yeah, no doubt. Right? right. But if I go and I have a lovely visit with somebody, I'm less likely to, you know, right. really go into details of. And that's why I think there needs to be some sort of structure or outline to say, even if it's a lovely visit, please don't say it's a lovely visit. Please give us some details. What are tidbits you picked up? Did you notice that she has sunflowers in her home? Right. Did you notice that, you know what I mean? Her cat is getting fat. Did she you know? tell you something that gives you any indication of values, beliefs, right. passions? So what's the punchline here, Clay? Uh, to, to me, the punchline is we have to measure something. Yep. We are all busy and have too much to do. Yes. Um, including the people that have to measure things and track things. Let's build a culture of. Yeah. Right. Let's build a culture of this is what we do because we are connecting donors to our values and our mission mm -hmm. and every little thing. So maybe let's measure less how many contacts you have. And the quality. And measure instead. more the quality. And the building of the relationship. Right. And also, it's really hard to build a relationship with a person who's comatose. So let's also give them their peace and maybe say today yeah. isn't the day for a visit and be respectful of them as human beings as That's well. Right. That's right. So we always want to connect back with you all. So what kind of wacky contact reports have you read? What is the most interesting thing you've ever found in your database? Um, please <laughs> oh. spare me <laughs> certain stories, but yeah. what, what have you, we'd love for you to share with us yeah. some of those wacky wild stories. So you can go to fundraisingisfunny.com and share that with us. And we would love to hear from you, but for now, Clay and I are going to go and, um, take a nap. Have a great day, everybody. See you next time.